Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Please consider supporting Black Women United, YEG, for the protection and advancement of black women and girls in Alberta. You can learn more about them at bwunited.ca. They are always looking for donations and volunteers. So please, again, support Black Women United, YEG, for the protection and advancement of black women and girls in Alberta. Again, that website is bwunited.ca. This is Dmitry Samarov from Chicago, Illinois, and I love listening to Vishkana's Creative Control because whether he's talking to a favorite musician or actor of mine or someone I've never heard of, it's as if he's introducing me to a new friend, and the way things are going, couldn't you use a new friend? Listen now. To make your flexible monthly donation to Creative Control, please visit patreon.com slash Control today. Chris Locke and Sean Cullen are wonderful comedians based in Toronto, Ontario. Noted writers, actors, stand-ups, and performers, Chris and Sean recently conjured two highly silly and amusing alter-egos named Tony and Keith who get together for strange, funny conversations. Under the banner, Chris and Sean are Tony and Keith, the quartet-like duo released three fantastically excellent comedy records it's September, October, and December of 2020, which can be found on most streaming services and also at Chris and Sean are Tony and Ahead of their forthcoming remote contribution to the 2021 edition of the Hillside Inside Festival, I chatted with Chris and Sean, our Tony and Keith, and we covered subjects like their relationship, fan fiction, laboratory results negative validation, the Olympics, other future plans, and more. A part of the Entertainment One Network with the support of listeners like you who follow and subscribe to this podcast and spread the word about it and make flexible monthly donations at patreon.com slash creative control and Massey Hall's concert film series live at masseyhall.com where you can stream dozens of 30-minute films for free, including musical performances by past podcast guests, 
like Ladon Hussein, formerly known as Cold Specs. Plus, in-kind support from Pizza Trocadero, The Bookshelf, and Planet Bean Coffee in Guelph, and Granddad's Donuts in Hamilton. This is the 594th episode of Creative Control, featuring the very funny Chris and Sean, our Tony and Keith, with your host, me, Vishkana. Tony, uh, are you there? Tony, are you there? Hey, Vish, good to see you, man. How you doing? Very good to see you. I'm well. I'm well. Good. Thank you. It's nice to see you. Mm-hmm. Nice to see you as well. And and Keith, are you there? Yes, I am. I'm right here. You know, although I'm not actually here. I mean, we are, you know, not allowed to spend a lot of time together, not just because of COVID-19, but also because Tony and I are incredibly combustible when we're together. Mm-hmm. That's right. People are afraid. Especially in the you, winter. You might actually... You burst into flames, literally, both of mm-hmm. you? Yeah. Yes. Especially when it's freezing cold outside, which it is right now. That's right. Mm-hmm. The dryness in the air combines with our natural chemical uh, reactability. I don't know if that's a, uh, if that's a word, but uh, I don't care. So All of the great fires throughout history are from us being together outside. That's right. Right. Right, okay. Remember that song by Billy Joel, We Didn't Start the Fire? Uh-huh, 100%. That was us. We did start the fire. I know, and when he released it, I was so excited. That's why I bought the single. Oh. <laughs> you, you have, do you have a good collection of singles? Uh? <laughs> yep. Well, I've got two. I've got We Didn't Start the Fire, and I've got uh, Person, Personal Jesus by Depeche Mode. <laughs> That's funny, because so, so I how- have uh, Jesus Jones... Right here, right now. Oh, let's trade. <laughs> it's a good song. Now, Tony, Tony, I must ask, uh, how do you know Keith exactly, Tony? Where, where? How did you two encounter one another for the first time? Do you remember? Uh, I, there's a million stories that other people have told us, because I can't remember, but I, I remember definitely bumping into him on the street one time uh, after a tragedy, and he said, uh, hey, Tony, and I said, hey, Keith, how's it going, you know? What's oh, weird yeah, is we knew each it. other's names immediately. Yeah. Because we were wearing T-shirts with our names on them, which is what we used yeah. to do to introduce ourselves to people. Like in case they wanted to talk to us, they could just look at our T-shirt and say, oh, Keith? And I would nod. Yeah. That's a friendly practice. Yeah. Well, as soon as we saw each other and we had our names on a, on our shirts... We knew it was going to be a lifelong friendship after that. Has anyone else that you've encountered worn T-shirts with their own names on them? And if so, have you encountered uh, any other Tonys or Keiths? And has that been confusing to you, given the bond that you two have established? I remember one time there was a guy named uh, Gary who had a, his name Gary on the shirt, and we we did him pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. we we didn't oh, we didn't treat oh. him well. No, we fought him. Both of us. I say mm-hmm. fight, but it was really just us coming up behind him and hitting him with bowling pins until he was still. We fought him, and then afterwards we both wore shirts that said, Who fought it? Well, it sounds to me that you simply beat a man, 
Keith, is that what you were getting well, at there? You just you just simply beat him. Well, a beating, you know, it's all about perspective. I mean, if if you're being beaten, uh, yes, it's a beating. But if you're beating someone, it's a fight that you're winning handily. Oh yes, yes, that's that's an important distinction to make. I hadn't that hadn't occurred to me. So anyone yeah, else? Yeah, we beat him bad, but we never once felt like we were being beat. I see. I see. That's a okay. So uh, for anyone else listening out there, if they're walking down uh, streets or alleys uh, in, I think you guys are based in Toronto, if I recall correctly. Uh, it, 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 it would be best not to wear a shirt. With your your own name emblazoned on it, because that's a trigger. Uh, that not only that's we, just simply for Tony and Keith, right? Okay, all right. That's that's fair. And enough. anyone else who's listening right now, Visha's beard looks like it uh, escaped from the, a bin at the Jim Henson Muppet Workshop. <laughs> okay, why did it need to escape? What's going on at the Jim Henson Workshop that beards have well, to escape? Well, it didn't want to be like it didn't want to be used in one of the films because uh, you know it wants to be free. Well, yeah. does it want to end up being one huge eyebrow on a monster? On, on a monster costume? Yeah, no, it doesn't. It could. It could. It, 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 I, I, I hadn't. It, it hadn't occurred to me that my beard might not be happy on my face. Uh, I, I kind of want to shave it off. What do you guys think? It's a little. No, keep it. Why is These that? These are wild times. These are wild times, and we need to look as wild as possible. In fact, you know, I forbid you to shave it. You, you forbid yeah. me? Can do you even have that power? Can you do that? If you shave it, Tony and I will come and stand outside your window and just look in, and I don't know what we'll do, but it'll, we we can't come in because of the disease. Right. If you shave that damn beard off of your damn face, I swear to God, Keith and I will stand outside your window and eat croissants and drink an americanos and stare at you. Wow, that is tantamount to a beating, if I might say. Uh, all right, I'll Wouldn't keep it. Wouldn't you feel bad? You would feel bad. Mm-hmm. I would feel bad. I'd want I'd want some of your croissant and your coffee for sure. Yeah, I, I actually am curious. Now, you two uh, generally uh, have these nice conversations. I've heard a few of them, uh, and uh, I've 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 been eavesdropping. I mm-hmm. suppose I should say. I, I, you know, you were talking about stalking me. Uh, I'm not suggesting the opposite is true. But uh, I will say, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I enjoy your conversations. Uh, but in these COVID times, uh, how difficult mm-hmm. has it been for you two to get together and have a fruitful discussion about uh, any topic, really? Uh, Keith, uh, has it been difficult to be away from Tony uh, for during this period? Well, yes, because, you know, we are very, we're almost inseparable uh, in normal situations. But I have built a Tony effigy out of uh, old pants and uh, some rubber that I found and a tire for the head. So I can kind of look and over in the corner and say, oh, there's Tony. I'm okay. Hmm. But we talk a lot on Zoom and uh, we also talk on our uh, phones. And I also have a long pipe that I've driven through Tony's wall of his, um, his, his home and then I can hoot down this pipe, and I we see. can hoot back and forth. I see hooting. I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and and to- Tony, is that a fun experience to be hooted at? Oh yes. And even I have to say, in between hoots, 
when we are not uh, hooting at each other through the long pipe, I have been fulfilling my boring, uh, isolated days by writing fan fiction, Tony and Keith fan fiction. And I will say there's a lot of volumes already uh, written and they're really fun, romantic uh, adventure stories. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. well, that's, that's not that's... Uh, not unlike uh, something like uh, that uh, Alexandre Dumas would have written. Yeah. <laughs> Take out the yeah. three musketeers and D'Artagnan, and it's uh, Tony and Keith. Interesting. So, uh, mm-hmm. uh, could you expand upon that a little bit? What kinds of things would Tony and Keith get up to in, in in any of your fan fiction? I mean, you gave us a little taste of it, but I, I want more. I want a full bite. Well, like in my fan fiction, say like Tony and Keith, uh, us uh, stab assholes to death, and then we have sex with babes. Wow! Wow! Okay, that's, that's a, uh, that one scares. It's me. really fun. It, well, it's fun to read, but I don't. I don't think I'd participate in that. I guess that's why it's fiction, right? It's fan well, that, fiction. Yeah. Yeah. The, one of the confusing aspects of this is that fan fiction usually uh, is written by fans. Uh, it's mm-hmm. not normally written by the subjects of the fan fiction uh, themselves. It's like a some sort of ego thing, perhaps that you have to write mm-hmm. your own. I'm a huge fan of us. Here's the thing. I believe that people have to be their own biggest fan. Because if you don't love you, who's going to love you? The Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders? Probably not. No. Like, it's pretty low. Yeah, that's a good good analogy. Good point. Good point. Uh, Now, uh... Keith, have you have you read any of this fiction? Have you read any of the fan fiction yourself, or yeah. has it just been something? Oh, I, you have. Read, okay. I, I read one where we get to join the cast of Police Academy for a ski trip, which was incredible, like really fun. And the guy with the sound effects kept walking around behind us, making like noises like we were vomiting into our mm. pants, which is incredibly specific. Ski pants. Ski pants. They were ski pants. Sure. Why would you? Why would you? If you had the uh, the physiological uh, urge to vomit, why would you choose your pants as a vessel? Uh, I'm curious mm-hmm. about that. Uh, and also, why? Why would Michael Winslow, uh, the actor, mm-hmm. uh, walk behind you while you were skiing on a some sort of weird ski field trip? episode to police academy i don't believe that actually ever occurred why would all of these things be happening i'm confused well i wrote the fan fiction so i can say that it's because i love michael winslow he's my inspiration for the sound effects that i do but uh i don't know yeah sorry just just not to take away from keith's interpretation of what he read it's fine i I, i'm do do you want to uh explain yourself at all there keith in terms of the vomiting in your own pants no you know what it's uh it's tony's work right Right, I'm not not, uh, going to, you know, second guess it. He has a lot of fantasies about vomiting into his own pants, and he kind of uses me me to live those fantasies out in the fan fiction that he writes, which I I really think is healthy. Uh, But as far as vomiting into my pants, I do that. I I always wear, like, large clown pants that have suspenders, Mm And very big waist that like moves around, so I can vomit right into my own pants if I if I feel the need, and then store it for later analysis. 
So you you will vomit and then create some sort of home lab where you examine the vomit to determine mm-hmm. what exactly. What are you after when you examine? I've never been asked to submit a vomit sample. Other samples, <laughs> other fluids, yes. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of anyone saying we need to examine the vomit. Uh, what are you looking for there in your home lab? Well, what we're looking for, uh, me, what yes, I'm looking you, you, you specifically. I'd yeah. like you specifically to yep. speak to this. What I'm looking you for. have to explain it. Yeah. Well, I, I'm looking for naturally occurring radioactive isotopes of carbon. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So I can yeah. figure out exactly when in history I ate the thing that I'm now vomiting. Many radioactive, people. though, this suggests some sort of nuclear activity going on mm-hmm. uh, in your uh, nutritional supplements, your diet, if you will. Well, How is it possible that you would be eating? Is it because of a microwave or something? Why would there be a nuclear component? Radioactive? Please. Here's, that's, here's the thing. That sounds very really disturbing. It's a common misconception that nuclear power drives the microwave oven. It is not the case. It's a microwave. It's basically a focused wave of energy, and it works by heating the moisture within any food you put into the microwave. What I do is I uh, drink a small amount of uh, nuclear waste from the Darlington nuclear plant every day. And because I get money, I get paid to uh, sample it, and uh, then the, the nuclear authorities ask me, how is it today? And I say, well, it's still really bad. And they say, okay, good. So they know. Well, that's encouraged them to actually add different types of flavors. Mm-hmm. And so Keith always also gets to try and sample and, and rate different flavors, kind of almost like uh, styles of Doritos, etc., like Flaming Hot, etc. Yeah, I yeah. Was, last night huh. I had... Uh, Cheese and onion, uh, nuclear waste, which oh. was good. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it, but uh, yeah. you know, uh, it takes the it it kind of takes the sting out of drinking nuclear waste. Sure, to have it some kind of. It's diet. nice because there's two kind of like experiments going on here. Like Keith helps out the nuclear power plant by telling them how their nuclear waste tastes and how the different flavors rank on like a scale of. One to ten, flavor-wise, like what would you say, etc. And it also works in the sense that Keith goes home and takes the puke out of his pants and does his own experiments with that. So it's yeah. kind of like everybody's benefiting. Yeah, in the business, we call that a win-win. I agree. I think uh, you're absolutely right there, uh, Tony. What is it so like? So if we to- have to go back to the origin of the fan fiction, oh yes, it's inspired by Keith's win-win situation. Right. The thing that we go on the ski trip with the Police Academy cast, especially Michael Winslow, I know you're reading it, but when you read it, you can hear him, his mouth doing the crunching of my ski boots on the snow. Oh. I try to write it as as uh, as efficient as I can so that you can get the feeling of, your ears get the feeling of hearing Michael Winslow's lips. <laughs> Right, I, I I'm not familiar with too but much. But if you keep reading, yeah, uh, which you which Keith was about to explain, but you cut him off to ask about the puke in the pants. Yes, Keith does take the puke in his ski pants back to a chalet at the end of the story and does experiments on it while I soak in a hot tub with some oh, babes. Oh, I see. With some babes. Yeah, and I watch him and I go, <laughs> Keith, you always do that. 
Right. Yeah. Well, first of all, uh, Keith, I'm, I apologize. Tony has uh, called me out here for interrupting you, and I I wasn't raised to interrupt people. I, I feel badly about that. I, are you okay? No, it's okay. To... You're interested. We respect interested people. Please, come on. Oh, sure. I feel like you feel like you interrupted us there, Tony. Uh, Keith, uh, are you uh, okay there? Yeah. You know what? I'm interested. I, like, people should interrupt all the time. Like, what oh. happened, say, at the U.S. Capitol building it was just someone being interested in what was going on. Oh, I never thought of that. Yeah. yeah. Ever, they basically ever, just interrupted the Capitol Hill building. That's all. So I ascribe to that classic Groucho Marx quote. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I never want to uh, have a conversation unless someone is interrupting me. That is not the quote. I don't think that's right. I think. Yes, got it. it is. I just want to double back on something you said about the audiobook version of the fan fiction. Is that normal for fan fiction to have its own audiobook where, uh, you know, uh, stars like Michael Winslow are involved uh, creating sound effects? Is that what you were implying there? It's possible when you're rich and you can do whatever you want. Oh, right. I, I always forget that you're very wealthy. Uh, Tony, the other thing I want to ask you about is it seems to me, based on his experimentation and his home laboratory, that, that Keith is rather smart. Are you ever intimidated hanging out with someone who is so intelligent? Is that ever a problem for you? Uh, it's more like inspired and also just kind of like the reason why I do hang out with him. Like, I need his brain to help me survive. You know what I mean? I am very intellectually intelligent and tony is incredibly emotionally intelligent oh interesting his emotional intelligence is off the charts ei exactly like for example like keith will explain something to me extremely complex that he read in a book that i could never understand but and then afterwards i tell him from an emotional standpoint i hated that and it's very smart okay. okay right that's quite an analysis to simply take some information and say you hated it. Uh, does that inform your, your further work there, Keith? Yeah, for sure. If I, yeah. I know I'm doing something right. If a person who can't understand it hates it, then it must be really smart, right? So it's kind of a negative how, uh, approval. Does that make sense? A negative validation? Of the work that you're, I'm doing I, again, you're mm-hmm. you're. I feel like you're operating on a higher plane than Tony and I. So we're just forgive us. We're a little slower than you. Mm-hmm. So when you say negative validation, again, a term I've not heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I I've I've got a couple of university degrees. I don't want to brag, but I've not heard negative validation. That is a fascinating concept. Uh, it just seems to me you're potentially, and I don't mm-hmm. want to create a rift here. Keith, is it possible you're squandering your talents and your skills with, you know, yahoos like me and Tony? Like, couldn't you be doing something with your big brain? Couldn't you be doing something really important? Again, no offense, Tony. I'm just saying Keith seems... Can I just say something here before Keith answers, uh, going back to the whole, like, let's interrupt each other? Um, Mm -hmm. As smart and as intelligent as Keith is, and you're totally right, V. Thank you. He's a brilliant mind. He's a genius. Appreciate that. That's why I've attached myself to him. There's no doubt about that. You're calling me out, basically, (laughs) and I agree. But I just also want to say, as smart and as intelligent as you do think Keith is, there is a restaurant near his house, a taqueria, where we go around back and eat old grizzled meat out of the fry trap that gets dumped in the uh, garbage sack. Oh. So there's also that aspect of Keith that you have to consider. Just... Uh, 
the thing okay. is, okay. I may be incredibly intelligent, but that doesn't mean I'm not exquisitely foolish with my oh, choices. Yes, especially under both of our influence on each other. Yeah. Yeah. So, but at the same time, Keith, you are self-aware to know about your foolishness. Like, can you cite examples of foolishness that you've engaged in recently? Uh, you know, it's the new year. People have all sorts of New Year's revolu- re- resolutions and revolutions. Yeah, we New saw Year's that revolution. in Washington recently. So, uh, yeah, but people have New Year's resolutions. Have you made any and tried to enact them and realized, wait a minute, I'm Keith. I'm very smart. That was a very foolish thing to do. What, what am I thinking? I better call Tony. Have you had that sequence of events occur at any point? Yeah. I, uh, just last year, and Tony will laugh about this, I resolved that every morning I would get up, turn on the stove, the burner on the stove, and sit on it with my scrotum dangling into the gas flame. And oh my I would God. do that for at least 10 minutes, and I would talk to Tony while I was on the burner. I'm not sure, see, it's excruciatingly foolish. And this is where Tony and I kind of balance each other out. He pointed out that my genitals were being roasted. And uh, I understood that intellectually. Mm. But on a practical level, I didn't embrace it. And Tony points out the practical, uh, the practicalities of, of life and keeps me on an even keel. Does that make sense? Well, it makes sense on a few different levels. Yes, yeah. I would uh, I would say so, yeah. Uh, Tony, can you uh, uh, tell us how you were feeling when you received this information from uh, Keith that he was sitting on top well, of a stove burner and dangling his scrotum into the gas flames? Like that's a, for anyone, that would be a hard call to take. But what was it like for you that day? Well, the thing is, Vish, that you have to understand is I may be... Uh, really really freaking stupid and i might be a damn fool but i'm not an idiot um i understand there you know there are people that you know there's that i do my best thinking i come up with my best ideas when i'm sitting on the toilet you know those kind of people Uh, unfortunately for keith he comes up with some of his best ideas when he's sitting on a stove and his nuts are on fire right Right, that makes sense. So the thing is, is he has to do it. He has to be there, but I have to be there too to say, that's enough, Keith, you're almost all on fire. Right, right. That's good. That's what we all need a friend who can tell us whether or not we're completely on fire or not. Yeah, so no, do you I agree. kind of, are you starting to, uh, you know, play in your little subtle, uh, you know, the Queen's Gambit mind games with us, trying to split us apart and break away this dynamic duo, this friendship. Are you? Oh, do you no, see no, the simpatico of it all at uh, this it's point? Qu- quite the opposite. It's quite the opposite. I view your union as a magical one, and I wish only to uh, you know partake of the magic. If I, if you, if our I, if union, I may. to be honest, to play your Queen's Gambit game is like the chess master and the stepmom that takes her. To some of the, but unfortunately, the stepmom dies, so one of us might die soon. But that's yeah. Well, the difference is like when Tony is in the situation of the woman who's the chess master. When right. he looks up at the ceiling after taking tons of drugs, he sees Skittles, like those little candies, moving around on the ceiling. 
Yeah, I oh. see Skittles falling into my mouth at night when I look at my <laughs> bedroom ceiling. It's kind of like a weird commercial for Skittles all of a sudden. Uh, okay, got it, got it. Yeah. I can work. Maybe we can get them to sponsor the podcast officially so we're not just giving them free plugs. But in any case, the Queen's Gambit is an interesting phenomenon, and I'm going to bypass it. There's a one thing I want to ask you about, and I want to. it's a bit of a callback. I, did, I, I, I asked you, uh, Keith, I believe, about New Year's resolutions, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to stay a little topical. We're still in January of 2021. Here's a thing that no one ever does, and I thought I'd ask each of you to do it, to actually reflect upon what your New Year's resolutions were uh, for 2020 and reflect upon whether or not uh, you actually uh, engage with those resolutions. I'm curious about that because you seem like doers, not just talkers. You seem like people who will do the things you say you're going to do. So, Tony, let's begin with you, actually. Do you recall what your New Year's resolutions were for 2020? and whether or not you actually, uh, you know, fulfilled them. To be honest, yeah. And I fulfilled it two days ago, which is what, January 5th? No, no, um, no, 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 no. That, that would be 2021. I was, I was asking about 2020, like the last year. I, was, I wanted to go all the way back to like December of 2019, and oh, where you're thinking about sorry, what you're going to do. Sorry. Yeah, no, no one ever does this. Can this I, is no, you're right to be confused. Oh, Vish, yes, go ahead. Keep, can yeah. you just take a chill pill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell I mean, you, I'm don't, just have a sip. Yeah, don't that was actually my that was my Tony's that was my New Year's throat? resolution last year. Take a chill pill. I was going to take a chill pill all last year. Maybe you should. Keith, Keith, Vish is trying to shove a wedge in between us and pry no, no, no. us apart. That's, that's He's not, jealous of our our friendship. Yeah. Again, the magic. Have you noticed that? Yes. <laughs> Listen, it's not. I I'm simply trying to moderate a little conversation here. It's not a wedge. It's not a wedge. I'm just, I'm trying to engage you both in a conversation. You like, want to be either the new Tony or the new Keith to whomever chooses you. You want us to meet up when the vaccinations were all vaccinated and COVID-19 is done and you want one of us to put, uh, you want to eat meat with us, one of us behind the taco restaurant. I can see it. You're jealous of our friendship and what we've got. He's trying Keith, to drive you- a wedge between us. I know. And as long as it's a wedge of, like, deep-fried macaroni and cheese, I'm all for it. Yeah, we'll eat it together, and then our friendship will become back close together again. Yeah. Listen, this could not be further from the truth. I actually want to be a a part of this. Everybody does. uh, This is how this interview is going to go, Vish. This is how this interview is going to go. Well, no, no, you can't tell me what to do. It's my show, and it's my interview. We're already half an hour into the thing. You can't all of a sudden say this is how it's going to go. We're not resetting. Okay, this is how this interview is going to go, Vish. All right, listen up. (laughs) Fine. Fine. I'm all ears. How is this interview going to go? You tell me your New Year's resolution of January 2019, and did you no, do December, it last year? December 2019. December 2019, and did you do it last year? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm going to take your question that I asked you, and I'm going to send it to Keith now. Keith, can you think of your resolution from December of 2019? What you were going to do Anyways, that was my December 2019 resolution, was to destroy a podcast in 2021. <laughs> well... Mission unaccomplished. Things are going smoothly as far as I'm concerned. Now, Keith, what was your resolution, your New Year's resolution in December 2019 for the year 2020? What was it, and did you fulfill it? Well, one, we already talked about it. I sat on the stove with my testicles hanging down into a flame while talking to Tony on the phone. I accomplished that. Yes. Second resolution, 
was to stop Tony from taking over interviews that are occurring. Yeah. Um, and, and kind of antagonizing anyone who interviews us, which mm-hmm. he does. Huh? He does. He does. Look, you know, listen, Tony, Vish is nothing. We both understand that, right? Like, Wait he is nothing. I'm not nothing. Well, I, you, I'm you're, something. Yeah, I mean, as far as we're concerned, you're nothing compared to what we have. Fair so, enough. Ah. Don't worry about I it. I see. Don't worry about it. I'm starting to get a clearer picture of why all the beatings occur. You guys feel threatened that anyone who comes upon you is uh, potentially going to threaten your beautiful relationship. And it's not... Someone could see you two walking down the street and say, hello, and you'd be like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? And then you go after them. Wow. And you beat them. You're quite a sharp man, Vish. Are you sure you haven't sat on the stove that often? That often. That's very specific. Have I done it even once, uh, is the question, really. No, I've never sat... I have a gas you stove, seem, actually. You seem quite intelligent, I have to admit. You've oh. never... So you're saying you've never lit your balls on fire from the... The burner of a stove. I'm not going on the record and saying I've never done that. I don't want this to be, uh, you know, I don't want to be called out at some point if that uh, footage is, uh, is in fact unearthed. But uh, I will say that, yes, I agree with your your main point about me being intelligent. That's fair. I, yeah. I think that's fair. I mean, uh, Keith, as a fellow uh, intelligent person, do you, I know you said I was nothing, but I think you were just being, you know, a little gamesmanship among intellectuals there. You feel like I'm something, Yes. Not really, uh, oh, but okay. yeah, okay. For your, you know, to to keep you interested, yeah, sure. Vish. I'm very interested. I'm extremely interested. The thing is, yes, we're very close, and people who try to come between us receive very harsh treatment. I remember uh, Tony's mom. She just uh, messaged me. Tony's oh. mom. Uh, she said to tell this story. She had me over and. Uh, Tony, because it was my birthday and she baked me a cake and I took it quite personally that she was trying to make Tony look like some kind of asshole uh, who didn't have a birthday. So I hit her once with the cake and then Tony, stop. Sorry. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. I'm telling you. She's story. really on you about that yeah, story. She, yeah, yeah. she, 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 I, she, I hit her once with the cake, but Tony said, stop, stop it. Don't hit my mom with this cake. I'll get her sent to prison. So he phoned the police and said that she was abusing him and got her sentenced to five years in jail. She got the point. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Wow. That That, kind of shows you how dedicated we are to each other. Tony, what kind of cake was it? And it also shows you the kind of intellectual Keith is that you are. Okay. Chocolate cake. It also shows you the kind of intellectual that Keith is that you are binding yourself to here, Vish, saying that Mm. you and I are alike in this intellectual uh, cafe meetup discussion brainstorm group. Cafe wow. meetup. Okay. Yeah. What? So yeah. What is, cafe what is, Voltaire kind of 
uh, un americano, s'il vous plaît. We're both intellectuals. Right. Uh, Sorry, I didn't. I didn't really get the. Why were you broaching that? Why were you suggesting that that? What, what was your point there? That I'm aligning myself with. This because you're saying, Keith, you and I are the same, yeah. Uh, yeah. whereas Tony is not like us, and uh, Keith is telling you about attacking my mom with a chocolate cake. Do you like your uh, brother-in-arms now so much, or what? Can I just be honest with you, Tony? I was trying to suggest that Keith and I were similar to endear myself to you, because you like Keith. I thought it would be interesting to you if I said, I'm a lot like Keith. In that maybe then maybe you and I could have a bond. You say I'm trying to drive a wedge between you. You're not mm-hmm. far off. But I just want you to know, and I know Keith can't hear me right now. I want you to know that I'm really mm-hmm. attracted to you. This is I heard all that. Play, I my think good you man. said that I didn't hear it all. Very, very Queen's Gambity of you. Yeah. I. You said I couldn't hear all that. I heard all of it. Hey, I don't Keith, how's it going? why you thought that I couldn't I hear it. Sorry, Keith. I didn't know you were there. How are you? I'm great. You didn't even mute Keith. You didn't even mute him. I'm not sure what you're referring to there, Tony. I, 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 I think everything, everything's just fine. Okay. Well, we haven't got to any New Year's resolutions, which was the whole point of this intervention slash interview. Um, so I don't know where else to take us exactly. Uh, I guess, uh, uh, Tony, what's coming up next for you and Keith? Because as I said, I, I've heard some of your conversations uh, through some sort of surreptitious recordings that were or rather recordings that were made surreptitiously I should say that have been mm-hmm. that are available now on the internet on uh, some of the bigger companies as a matter of fact if people go to like Apple Music they can hear mm-hmm. some of the conversations that you and Keith have had but what's Bandcamp Bandcamp band as well camp page. you have a Bandcamp oh so you you are willing participants in the distribution of your own conversations yes that's true so Tony and Keith well, we're talking these- to a man right now um, to be honest a man who's building a time machine and promised to take us back to ancient Greece. Like the mm-hmm. first movie? No, like the first time of Greece like ever. Which, I'm sorry, like not the John Travolta, <laughs> Olivia Newton-John film. You're saying, because that's an oh, old... Oh, I see. That's a very yeah, you're old... Right. Technically, that, that is also an ancient Greece. It's right. the oldest Greece. Uh, I know there's been other Greases, but that's the oldest one. So I thought that's what you meant. You mean you're actually going? Yeah, to no. The, this is Greece, spelled G R E E Z E. Greece. Oh, Greece. Ancient yeah. Okay. Greece. So you're going to Greece, and that is mm-hmm. actually uh, uh, ancient civilization. Uh, what do you hope to learn? Yeah. I'm not sure where this came from because I was just trying to get mm-hmm. you to plug your Bandcamp. But let's let's go into that a mm-hmm. little bit. Why are you? Well, having- you asked me what's coming up for this year, right? No, that's true. Yeah, you're right. I, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. As usual, I was wrong. So why uh, head to ancient Greece in a time machine? Well, we I, I'll I, I'll speak for myself. I I think we want to kill people with swords. Oh, can't you and do that? arrows? Can't you do that here? But but Keith is the expert on this. I think you should ask him about it. Well, I'd like well, to. I'd like. No, to. no, I'm not. I'm not going to. I don't want to. Oh, unless you want Tony, you ask Keith. So yeah, sorry. One of us asked the question. I don't have to now. Mm-hmm. Keith, go ahead. Keith, what was your uh, ambition for Ancient Greece again? I'm excited. Sorry, I, I was muted that whole time. I didn't hear any of it. What are oh. we talking about? Keith, how are you? Oh, sorry. Great. I'm, how's it? How's it going? Pretty good. I, my... We were we were just. I was talking with Tony about Ancient Greece. Apparently, oh. you guys are heading there. Yeah, we are. Do you know anything about this? Oh. Well, I really wanted to eat a lot of olives and uh, go swimming, uh, oh. but 
Tony really wants to stab people with bronze weapons. You know, uh-huh. so I thought we could kill two birds with one stone. And uh, boom, there we have it, ancient Greece. Oh, nice. That sounds lovely. That sounds... I'm excited to go to the symposium to see how easy it is to see Socrates' wang. Yeah. <laughs> he that, got it out I, all the time. Is that one of the symposium topics? Yeah. Well, when the, the drunker they get, um, the more they put their legs up and rest them on high stones, etc. Yeah, he, uh, he's famous. Benches. His right. famous last words were, I got your hemlock right here. <laughs> right. Yes. Odd, odd, and famous last words for sure. Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, uh, yeah, he p- said you don't. You guys don't know jack shit. I got your hemlock right here, and then he honked it and went honk honk. Right, because he had a car. Uh, Keith, uh, what uh, is? Uh, I got it from Tony, but what's coming up next for you and uh, for you and Tony there, Keith? Beyond the Greece trip. Well, uh, I think we're going to uh, probably try to survive uh, mm-hmm. COVID nineteen. And if that happens, I think we're going to uh, go to Tokyo for the Olympics. Uh, oh. Yeah. Uh, we haven't qualified for anything yet, but I, I feel like I've been, you know, doing a lot of squats and stuff like that in my home. So I'm thinking, I hope I can get, if there's a hopping competition or something like that, where I, you have to hop down a long lane. That is a competition. Yeah. The long yeah. hop. The yeah. long hop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm that's interesting. That. So you had ancient Greece, which is the uh, I believe where the Olympics started, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. on that same sort of wavelength, heading to Tokyo for the Olympics. So I, it, I mean, it begs mm-hmm. the question, Tony, do you love the Olympics? Well, I like throwing stuff like the jab, javelin into other guys. Yeah, you're really into killing people. It's interesting. Well, I'm an angry dude. Yeah, Sometimes no, that's fair to say. Yeah, that's fair to say. We can all hear that in your voice. What's today. interesting uh, about ancient uh, the ancient Olympics, they competed completely naked, coated mm-hmm. with olive oil. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying yeah. to get that back in the Olympics. What would be the they advantage? Were all, they were naked, they were coated in olive oil, and then when they got to the finish line, they would jump into a giant vat of um, like a garlic, creamy garlic dip. <laughs> Yeah, I think you're thinking of almost little, like the like the. This is yeah, you're yeah, thinking like of the crust little Caesar, but you're thinking of Little Caesars, not you're. I think everything. Yeah, but Little Caesars Caesar guy is an Olympian that retired and then started a pizza place. I get it. I get what you're saying. I just think you could all cut to the chase. It just seems like you need to visit a Little Caesars and work out while the pizza is being made, and then you'd have the exact to. exact same experience. You didn't have to do the time machine. You don't have to do anything else. You don't have to go to Tokyo. Just go to a little You're Caesars. Right. Yeah, go to a little. And then Caesars. when our order's ready, Keith can hop. Yeah. To the counter. Yeah. 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 Uh, but I'm a little worried because during my hopping, my scrotum has been banging against the ground, and right. it's still quite tender. Its skin right. on it is like glass. It's smooth. Like there's no oh. contours at all, and it hurts oh. when I bang it on the ground. Yeah. Well. Nothing that a little crazy bread won't fix, right? Exactly. I mean, some that'll go in your mouth and you'll feel better. Yeah. Sure. All right. Now, is there His scrotum a- now is like a crystal ball? Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I picked up the scrotum and tried to predict the future, and it like I thought I'd see like, you know, the future happening inside his balls, but instead, all, all I saw was actually the testicles just floating there. 
You picked up the scrotum? Where was the scrotum that you had to pick it up, per se? Well, it was hanging down between Keith's legs. It's hanging very low these days. Is mm-hmm. that because of the, the, the because of the scorching, yes. the, the burning, they hang low? They haven't got a lot of elasticity left. Right. Oh. I mean, that's interesting in itself. Have you heard uh, For Whom the Bell Tolls? Uh, yes, of course. When it comes to Keith, it's... Uh, for who the whom the scrotum dongs? Okay, I actually that song that by ACDC, uh, Hell's Bells. That's about me. Mm-hmm. Only it was originally called Hell's Balls. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, this has been fast, we're, fascinating. We're, I, I am learning a lot. We're intellectuals yeah. like you. Yeah, no, yeah. I know. I, I'm, I'm pleased to be a part of your coterie now, if I might say. Like I feel like a a, a brother in arms, uh, if you will. Uh, whose balls are... 40 minutes in, I think it's fine that we say hell's balls at this point. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's fair. Now, where can people go, uh, Tony, where can people go to learn more, if they want to, about uh, Tony and Keith? Where would you send them? I would say give us money. So go to bandcamp.com slash Chris and Sean are Tony and Keith. Chris and Sean are our aliases that we made up for business purposes. Mm-hmm. Why would you? Tax. Okay, Chris and Sean. This is just for tax purposes mostly. Yes. Chris and Sean are Tony and Keith. Mm-hmm. Okay, great, great. And uh, Keith, uh, do you have anything uh, else you want to plug uh, before we wrap this up? I have a, a new line of Epsom salts coming out. Oh, called Keith's Soakers, and it's basically a small. <laughs> <laughs> like net bags filled with Epsom salts that you toss into your uh, into your tub and you get in and it soothes your uh, muscle aches. Okay, Keith soakers Keith's, available Keith's at Rexall and Shoppers Drug Mart, Kmart. I no, assume also Kmart's Kmart. not around. Anymore. And they come in. Oh, they come in. Uh, they look. They're like skin color, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, they kind of look like. Uh, Kind of look like Keith's singed balls. Is that what you're getting at there? Yeah. Well, they sure. look like a polyp that you've nipped off uh, oh. and thrown in the tub. Right. Not saying that's what they are, but they definitely look exactly like it. Yep. Uh, you know, Tony, I gave Keith an opportunity to do an extra plug. It wasn't just Tony and Keith stuff. I should do the same for you, just out of common courtesy. Tony, uh, what else is coming up for you? Do you have any products uh, coming out or anything you, anything you want people to know about? Well, I found a hammer that I love, and uh, you can rent it out for about f- five bucks for 20 minutes, and in that 20 minutes, you try to take me down with that hammer. See how far you get. Okay. How many uh, customers have you had for this promotion? Six, and they all look like different eras of Joaquin Phoenix for some reason. <laughs> Was that after you hammered them in the face? No. He wasn't hammering. Oh, no. Oh, oh, they, they were, were hammering, hammering you. Him. So when they're attacking yeah. you, the, when they're attacking you with the hammer that you have for rent, what are you mm-hmm. using? What are you using to defend yourself? What do you got? What have you got going on? To be honest, for right now it's just my goddamn muscles. Oh, okay. So you just fend off the hammering with some <laughs> arm movements, and that's right. Yeah, I'm like a I'm like an old sailor covered in tattoos, except it's just welts, and I'm proud of them. Okay. Now, your hammer renting uh, uh, business is uh, available uh, where exactly? Where can people access the, the hammer? 
Oh, I'll be around. Okay, that's what I thought you were going to say. Yeah, that's good. That's good promotion right there. Well, uh, uh, Tony Keith, this has been a a lovely uh, exchange. Keith, and Keith Soakers dot all one word, all lowercase. Okay, and uh, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. Ca. Okay, got it. Got that. No, just. Look out for me. Oh, you're yeah. you're still upset with me about the whole me liking Keith? No, no, I'm talking to anybody listening. Oh, you're just coming, coming for, for everyone. You. Okay, it's not just... That's nice to hear. I thought it was just about me, and I don't... I like yeah. to spread the love. This was a lovely time, Vish. Thank you so much. Oh, you, really you, it's my myself. pleasure. Thank you very much, as always. I hope uh, that we, we get to speak again sometime soon, and that you don't resent me as much as it seemed like you did there for a few moments. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show. Speaking for myself, uh, I love you. Oh, that's Speaking nice. Keith, for Tony, I, I'm lying. Okay. Uh, okay. What? I don't know. Uh, okay. Uh, well, good luck, everyone, and uh, we'll talk soon. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Well, thanks again to Chris and Sean, or Tony and Keith, for appearing on this, the 594th episode of Creative Control, which is part of the Entertainment One Podcast Network and is available wherever it is you get your podcasts. If you can't find an episode uh, that you've heard about, you're looking for it, and it's it's not on any of those platforms, or if you want to learn more about me and sign up for my monthly newsletter, please visit my website, vishkana.com. You can like Creative Control on facebook i suppose you can also follow the show on twitter at vish creative or follow me directly on twitter and on instagram at vish Kana. also please visit patreon.com slash creative control to make a flexible monthly donation a six dollars or more a month grants you access to exclusive content and if you're interested in receiving a creative control t-shirt for your donation please message me on patreon and i'll i'll get you one while supplies last. Again, you don't have to uh, start at $6. You can start lower. Just add a donation for a dollar a month. So that's totally whatever you want. But I also, a couple of people, a couple of people, $20 a month. Whatever you feel you can afford and, you know, makes sense to you, uh, whatever you choose initially, you can change it too. You can go up, you can go down. Again, all of the information you need is at patreon.com slash creative control. Thanks again to live at MasseyHall.com, where you can watch beautifully captured concerts by great Canadian musicians. And also to Pizza Trocadero, The Bookshelf, and Planet Bean Coffee in Guelph, and Granddad's Donuts in Hamilton for their in-kind support for this show. 
Uh, thanks, as always, to Jim Guthrie for letting me use some of his music on the show. And uh, you can learn more about Jim at jimguthrie.org. He's just... Uh, Seems to be getting into the habit of releasing some new songs regularly as I'm speaking to you. So go to jimguthrie.org for more information to keep up with Jim and his work. And finally, thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode with Chris and Sean or Tony and Keith. And also, once again, thanks to Chris and Sean or Tony and Keith for being on the show. I hope you enjoyed it. It was was fun to chat with them. It was a little chaotic, but it was fun. And so, yeah, thanks for listening to this. Thanks for subscribing to the Creative Control Podcast and perhaps asking your friends to do the same. That helps spread the word about it. And uh, yeah, that's all I have to say. I, I will talk to you very soon with yet another guest or two. Before you know it, there'll be another one of these. That's the plan anyway. Take care of yourself. I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.